There's a lot of reasons why I wanted to start this podcast, but the one thing holding me back was trying to make that first step. Well, Anchor made it easy to start by taking care of all of the heavy lifting. In one service, you can distribute your podcast to Spotify, Apple Music, and many other sites instead of having to go to each one individually. Not to mention that it's free. It includes tools to allow you to record and edit your podcast from your phone or computer. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. You can even make money with no minimum listenership. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. All right, hello and welcome to the Don't Expect Much podcast, your hub for the terrain wreck of information that is the system of neurons firing in my brain and how they somehow come up with ideas. This episode is going to be a little unlike some of the other ones, mainly because I'm finally going to be able to kick into gear for the entire season. For the reason why I started this podcast in the first place was unlike the first two episodes, which were pretty introductory, letting you guys know what kind of mindset me and my peers have. So that in a way you can kind of set up how we're going to be reacting to the rest of the season. So it's, I know it's a little vague, but I definitely wanted to take influence from the resources I've been given from Spotify and Anchor, as well as other podcasts I've listened to. Shout out to Misfits, Caller Daddy, My Favorite Murder, and Last Podcast on the Left. And I have with me the two people who I would, I'm finally loving being able to say that i have them on the podcast that is uh my roommate devin and my boy patrick so you guys want to introduce yourselves say who you are what's going on oh no that that was great i thought it was funny that you said that we're gonna take those first episodes to build on the rest but neither of us have been in this yet so i mean it's it's pretty much a new thing oh, really no, baby steps for all of us but definitely for me it's gonna be a learning period yeah, it's going to be definitely a learning period for me because I didn't even know you started this yet. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's, it hasn't been publicly released at the time that we're recording this, so I haven't technically told anyone ex- outside of the people I've had on the podcast so far. No, 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 I, meant like, I didn't even know you started recording this right now. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, I've been... You gotta have something to throw in there at the beginning. <laughs> Got a little intro. <laughs> yeah, we're still figuring out how we're going to everything open yeah because you still need like a song to lead into it we still got a lot to figure out a song yeah i was thinking about putting a song in the front of the podcast okay but like what genre would it be though if you were technically it's comedy interviews is how the technical spotify theme takes it because i mean it's not really anything i don't want to have it be a lounge because i want people to be able to enjoy talking to us i guess I don't know. Actually, <laughs> I'd never even looked for like a lounge setting. I was going to say, you don't want to go anything for like hardcore rock or something like oh, that. Yeah, That's going to be soothing at all. Hey guys, today we're going to be reviewing your latest ACDC album. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. <laughs> um, I was thinking about how I was going to introduce you guys because, as you just said, I haven't had you on the podcast. People have never heard your voices before. Is there anything you guys want to throw out there that might be able, unique to you? How you would describe yourselves? Like, what kind of a person you are? Like, pineapple on pizza lovers? Oh, dude. I swear. I, I love pineapple on pizza. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm that asshole. Man. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, no, no. Pineapple. Yep. No, I'm not going to say meant to be on pizza. Lovely on this. I don't feel like I have room to comment on this. <laughs> I got a pizza marker right in front of me, too, and two people that also love pizza on I do pineapple. Have and that's not a good place for me half a pizza on my lap right now that's a fucking lie it's on the table <laughs> don't lie my people live they can't okay. me. don't lie <laughs> i can say anything i want i was on the moon landing okay 
Really? I can say whatever I want. It's my podcast. <laughs> back. I'll mute you. My <laughs> podcast now. <laughs> Click some mute button. Devin mm-hmm. has exited the building. Goodbye. <laughs> Devin? Devin, where'd you go? <laughs> <laughs> it's so dark in here. We'll be taking a short intermission. Mm-hmm. Congratulations to the both of you, by the way, for finally finishing your 2020 college-level coronavirus experience. Bro, we still got next semester. Don't get too excited. <laughs> no, no, we need, we need small milestones. Gotta, gotta show progress, right? We've survived this far. I still have two finals tomorrow, but these two fine fellows in front of me, they finished today for all of their finals, <laughs> so winter break starts now for you guys. Oh, winter break started five hours ago for me, so <laughs> I've been just lumped on the couch. Yeah, I just finished mine about, what, 30 minutes ago, I think? And this is what you're doing to celebrate. I'm so honored. Well, I mean, you know I love you guys. I cannot <laughs> be here. Of course. And... We're pretty far through our college experience, but... Don't even remind me. All of us are (laughs) slowly turning uh, 21. Someone on this couch hasn't quite got there yet. Devin, will you catch the heck up? Dude, I'm almost there, all right? Chill, (laughs) chill, chill. Come on. I mean, it's not like like I'm missing out on much. Can't go out to bars or anything right now, so it's like... Don't remind me. I I got to close out like that, man. (laughs) I'm just saying, like, 21, turning 21 at any point in COVID is pretty much the same time. I feel hurt. Yeah, man, I turned 21 back in April, and I still have yet to go to a bar. What? Because of this Rona. Oh. I went to bars last year, <laughs> even though I wasn't quite there yet. <laughs> uh, oh, yeah. Keep uh, uh, <clears throat> my head down. <laughs> um... Well, let's just jump yeah. into it. Yeah, are we are we going straight into yeah anything was, specific? Well, no, I was trying to think of any way to connect your guys' topic. Oh, but what are you blaming me for? Our food in my mouth, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I can't talk. I know we haven't had in-person classes or really been on mm-hmm. campus in a long time, barring having labs on campus that you shoot over to and shoot back. I remember being on campus. Do you guys ever remember walking around or have the experience oh, of what oh it seems like someone's, someone's watching you? Oh. Dude, that just gave me like such PTSD in a way that I can't describe. Well, Meaning, you're going to have to describe. Sir. Wait, what? Okay, but like a PTSD that I miss, if that makes sense. That sounds mm. terrible now. It's coming out of my mouth, but... It's not great. <laughs> it's an experience you have that you want to go back to... <laughs> No, meaning that, like, it was such a profound experience that you took for granted every day. You know, you go to, you know, the school that we go to, you can show up to campus, you walk by your average show, you know, your 10 out of 10 people, you know, people that you would never even think of again, but, you know, you're never going to see again, but also keep in mind that we haven't been to school in so long that, like, mm. you just miss that. And it's just so weird. If you were ever on campus, though, I'm trying to circle this conversation all the way back. I'm so sorry. Have you ever felt watched? Whether it was something, how about let's just say not even in person, not even someone wa- watching you walk around. What if it's like shit's been coming out these days, like social dilemma, 
and shit mm-hmm. like everyone has your name phone number social like okay. your credit card information how do you guys feel about that like so i i can't relate with you whatsoever about being on campus and mm. feeling like someone's watching me i have no idea what you're talking about like mm. there's almost so many people that i feel invisible like i can weave in and out and if oh, there's yeah. someone i see that i want to avoid i can because there's so many people so i get like the opposite effect almost mm. sometimes i'll find myself walking around not even in a creepy way sometimes it'll just be like my insecurities are just like, what if it's a, a judgy way? Like, what wonder if people are going to comment oh. on how am I walking? Oh, do I look like I stand out in any way, or am I am I just truly being a normal person? I almost, I almost feel more like that whenever it's less traffic. Like, if you're the only person mm-hmm. walking on the walkway, whenever like between classes, that ten minutes like a freeway out there. But like, whenever it's the off time and you're walking, I'm like people that can see me from. 30 40 yards away that i have no idea there is that what you're talking about i'm just talking more of really i'm trying to just get to the idea of like conspiracies of like shit's happening behind your back and you're not even aware or stuff that you're paying attention to that doesn't really even matter honestly this this little story doesn't really directly relate to that but it partially Mm -hmm. relates to because you said something before about you know when you're walking past people you think like maybe they are watching you, maybe something weird that they're like chuckling at like behind your back. Mm. Well, that just reminded me of our freshman year when I was walking back to the dorms. And it happened to be like I think a kind of a what's it, spring day, you know, I go to sneeze and the sneeze doesn't come out and I'm there standing there looking like a dumbass with my mouth open. <laughs> <laughs> I'm walking, and there's people walking past, and I'm like, oh, man. I uh, could not have expected mm, that off of that story. That was so somber. It was like, I think it was a spring day. I was like, oh, we there right I now. remember it like it was yesterday. <laughs> you got so deep in there. We were no, like, I'm not going to go for an allergy season, bro. <laughs> but I was watching, actually, I was listening to another podcast, and they were going into a little bit of the conspiracies, like, how Big Brother tends to track you nowadays. And what, is, what is Big Brother? Like the government. Oh. I've never heard of <laughs> like, that. Uncle really? Sam, bro. Alright, never mm-hmm. mind. Well, you're just whack, man. Boomer alerting me? <laughs> yeah, you fucking old old fart. I'm not 21 yet. I don't know these things. No, yeah, it's sometimes it's weird. So you were talking a little bit like about... Like social dilemma, like tracking, yeah. like tracking your shit. Like all the online stuff. See, honestly, I have a little bit of a differing opinion in the sense that like I don't care that much. I, I'm not mm. very intertwined with it all. It's like, yeah, for reasons of like bank accounts and like personal assets. Like, yeah, that makes sense to be worried about people taking that or somehow like impersonating and stealing it type of thing. But like mm. other than that, it's like, who cares if Instagram steals the pictures off my photo roll? Like, yeah, maybe there's something embarrassing. Maybe there's something that I wouldn't want my personal friends to see because it's mm. private information. But if it's someone I don't know and it's something that doesn't affect me, I honestly care less. And I don't know if that's naive, but that's kind of how I've always felt. it. No, I'm, I'm almost a little bit with you on that. Mm-hmm. Because it's not, if I were to put it a different way, it's that even if someone is going through all my information and then taking it, especially with the the guys that like companies use to take your information is that they want to send you better advertisements. I don't, if someone's just going to be customizing my experience to my person, then it doesn't affect my life in any other way other than 
to benefit what I'm doing <laughs> to, to make things easier and better for right. me as a customer for their service. I'm like, yeah, sure. Fucking do that. If I want to, if I am this close to my phone and I say the word bicycle, bicycle, bicycle <laughs> three times. <laughs> And somehow tomorrow I'm going to wake up and there's, because it's listening to everything. It's going to happen. You know, I think the only reason why you should be afraid of your phone recording you is if you're a terrorist. Because isn't that truly the only reason why the government would be right. recording us anyway for national security? Yeah, pretty much, I think. Well, what are we, we going to do? If, they had, yeah. if your life turned into a Truman show. From... <laughs> Don't go there. <laughs> I hate that thought. Of them literally tracking your entire life through technology. I don't know if I would compare that to Truman Show. Don't you think that there could possibly be a camera trained on you at all points in time? Yes, that's like that's so. Whenever you say Truman Show, it puts puts the idea of like you guys are actors. You guys, mm. whenever I'm not around you, you don't actually study engineering and you don't like live here. Like you're kind of just here whenever I notice or stuff like that. Like that sort of thing is what I think of with Truman Show, not it's just like, the camera being on. If you imagine it being like a video game, as soon as we turn a corner, we de-render. Well, no, not oh really. No, no, like literally like the actor theory, like how you're mm. acting whenever I That'd be the, need uh, you to be the protagonist theory. I'm just comparing it to the Truman Show. I know, That's but the, the, the theory that that show is would be protagonist theory. I guess. People who believe that. Is that what that is? I could totally, because you would never, if there was a true show going on, and the amount of technology that we have and the amount of, if you just look at method actors, method actors know what they're fucking doing. So if you're, if everyone in your life, let's just take you, Patrick, you are in a Truman show right now. We are, pay, we are actors. How would you feel about that? If you still lived in the same world, would you want to try to break out and be like, oh, what world am I not a part of right now? Or would you be okay where you're at right now? Dude, I think that kind of ties back into the conversation that you started the um, podcast with. You know, are there people watching you? Are there people, like, talking shit behind your back? It's like, you could be talking directly to a fake person, an actor. But it's in, true. in reality, like, you know, you never know. So... How do you know that we're not already living like life like that? Because so, you know that people talk shit. Everyone does. It's really unfortunate. Yeah, but so turning that into simulation theory, like, is any of this real? Are, are you real compared to me? Yeah. Or do you think I'm real to you? I think so. Whenever you a mental illness. <laughs> oh Wait a second. Stop. No. So whenever, whenever you ask Patrick that question, I think the most important thing that caught me was, would you change it if you knew right now? That everything I've ever done that you've seen is just to act in your life movie. Okay. Would you want that to change? If you knew that, would you want it to change or would you just stick with life as you are, even if you know it's all fake? I think the answer to that question, even though it is personal, you could pretty much boil it down to, are you happy with your life right now? But would you be happy knowing it's all fake? That's the biggest add-on. I, I guess it's also, yeah. Okay, I can see where the person. Do you, do you see what I'm saying? So Matt. it's like, yeah. yeah, you could be super happy in your life right now, but as soon as you realize it's fake, do you still just live in that and know that your life is always a lie? But I'm. Would you still be happy? With I'm it? so Where? satisfied with my life right now, so I'm putting myself in the shoes right, of the right, argument right, right, right. because I'm I'm so happy with myself right now. So I, if I was told that all this was a simulation or all of this, you two were paid actors and you had never met me before and you're sent into here because you know when you for were, whatever reason it doesn't when you were a college age kid you kid you applied to become an actor in ryan's truman show and they told you you would forget 
I don't know if I would be too upset about that to want to change because I really I don't know. I just feel like I'm at such a good position if Mm -hmm. I learned that all of it was fake. I guess it'd be almost Stockholm syndrome in that if you're looking at it from an objective standpoint, it truly could be a 50 50 chance of one of those two things being true. Yeah. Even though it is 0%, or is it? <laughs> you lost me there. I didn't follow that. You, you got really lit up about something that he said a while ago. What was that? Do you remember? Uh, no. I forget what it was. I was just going to say that, or I was just going to ask in this reality, could Scarlett Johansson be my wife? Oh. If Wait, that was the case, no. then yeah, I'll stick around. Yeah, I don't like contact my executive producers, please. Come get Scarlett The characters <laughs> in this movie are boring as shit. Come I on. I want to wig out. You're going to see season next, the next season of The Ryan Show, I'm going to be at a mental hospital. So I'm going to be like, where's my Scarlett Johansson? <laughs> better be more entertaining. <laughs> I need more Heather Klein. Oh, see that Madeline Klein. See what you said. That totally just brings it back to if you would be happy with it. Like that's oh my god. That's just like if you're mm-hmm. stuck in this one place and you're happy with it, but you know it's all fake. You know that behind the doors is something else, and you get to control it too. You're like, mm-hmm. okay, I want this in my life. You're basically living in a video game mm-hmm. that everything you do you control. Like, would you be? Content with it. I think that's what. Oh my god. The people who want to go that far are the people who end up saying, let's test it and jump off a cliff. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I, <laughs> I, I wouldn't about that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so what I was going to say, um, you guys seen the maze? Yeah. Yes. Okay. So what we were just talking about, that totally just made that movie. And what I mean by that is, so these guys, they start off in the movie, right? Where mm-hmm. you're basically stuck in and they have no idea or they have no memory. They have no idea if they're the only ones left on or wherever the hell planet they're on. Right. But they get out and they discover that they've been, you know, basically been controlled, watched over by this like overlooking, like, I guess, like board, board of people. That made me think of us, right? We're on this planet, right? And we, as far as we know... We think that we're the only, like, you know, race of, like, living creatures in this galaxy. <gasps> and we... What if Planet Earth is the Truman Show? No, he's <laughs> saying what if Planet Earth is the maze. Is like, literally the maze. Like, oh, we think... But we're not necessarily... Alright, so oh, what I'm hearing is gonna we're going to get three tickets to Elon Musk's Mars. <laughs> <laughs> we need to break out. <laughs> yeah, so, like, think about it. The maze was their biggest obstacle. Right now, like, out in outer space... We think that, you know, like, we're, I mean, galaxy, of course, but, like, beyond that, galaxies outside of that are, you know, millions and millions and millions of light years away. What if those millions of light years that are such dangerous territory, like, are just our maze? And we have to get beyond it to Ooh. see what's actually overlooking us. But the only thing that keeps us from knowing that we're trapped is that we can't see the walls. So that's basically exactly. the exact same thing as the Maze Runners. They're living their lives. They're doing their own thing. But they're trying to escape because they see this wall. We don't see a wall. What if we just... It's too far. Exactly. Oh my god, you just blew my mind. Yeah. That was... That was... That Very was nice. deep. Wow. Golfers clap for that. <laughs> <laughs> Maze Runner was a good movie. It was adapted from a book, right? Yeah, the books were way better. After the first movie, the movies aren't very good, in my opinion. What? 
because mm. I read all the books. The book, the the books after the first one, those were pretty good. But like the movies, didn't. isn't that how it always works? It's always the See, first one's the most tolerable one. Maybe and then it gets worse. But yeah. honestly, the Percy Hunger Jackson Games series. I'm just throwing that out there. <laughs> oh, Artemis Fowl. Did you see the Artemis Fowl movie? No. Probably mm-hmm. not, because it was on the cusp of quarantine, <laughs> and it was a, technically marketed as a kids movie because it was basically from like a tween book. Yeah, that's. And let me tell you that book. The movie wrapped together enough items to cover technically the first three books. Ah, yeah, that's imagine three books in one movie, and it's an hour and a half movie. That's such (laughs) a waste. None of that detail. See, that's what I like about so. So the one movie that I was going to say that breaks that is the Hunger Games. I think the second Hunger Games movie is the best of them all. Like the first one matches the book really good. Honestly, the second. All the movies match the books pretty well. But, like, the second I movie, no, I think, is way better. Yeah. Or second movie is way better than the first. Hmm. And that's, like, my one exception. I think they're, some of their concepts in how to bring the, the book to life through the movie got better as it went mm-hmm. on, and that definitely right. contributed. But there's something about, especially because it's the nostalgia of the first book, mm-hmm. too. So the first book and the first movie, I, I did personally like the first movie out of the three of them well there's four actually they did a mockingjay part one oh four movies yeah four movies three the books movies. how Wait, often does that happen i'm that guy that never read the I books was the third um was part one and two actually like one story or yeah one oh, and okay. two would be one book oh so, so they were so faithful they decided to split the third book up into two movies. which is exactly opposite of what you just said about artemis fowl right that's but, the thing so it's kind of like harry the seventh harry potter right where they made it two movies but it's yeah. like one deadly hollows sure. part one and yeah. two yep yeah there were only three books four movies oh shit why don't we think about that hmm the, we were just talking about um, books they made into movies, like whether mm. it was like accurate. I've but, never read that. Well, shit, I haven't read for pleasure. Honestly, so I read to the fifth book and like kind of stopped halfway. So I, I think can't I give you shit. No, that's fair, but that's way more than I did. <laughs> I think I like started the first book and made it a couple chapters in and got bored of it. And everyone was like, "Oh, you have Harry to make Potter? it." Yeah, they were like, "Oh, you have to make it this far, and then it gets good." And I just never committed to it. The, uh, granted, that was like in elementary school, and I never revisited it. Mm. So, if I had time to read, I would probably love to. Got <laughs> elementary. I remember going to a book fair, and then my mom would always, <laughs> I would always tell my mom when the book fair was coming in school. Oh yeah, of course. <laughs> I would go and buy a book. Or as many books as I can with the amount of money, because I would want books. But also, as a kid, you want those little like knickknacks that oh, yeah. they have by the, the register that are like the, <laughs> the, the little pointers of like the the little glove. Yeah, yeah. unattached. It's to, those like, things that have absolutely no value, but you cannot live without. Yeah, at the time. you just <laughs> need it as a kid. And so, it was either getting all those and or, the bookmarks. Yeah. So whatever hodgepodge oh, it came out of that book there, the holographic bookmarks. Dude, if you had one of those, you were the shit when you were. Uh, what else? The erasers. Wait, they had some wacky erasers. Did you guys ever go to the library, like, as a kid? Like, like now that the time is going on, you see, like, less and less people need to go to the library, right? Like, public libraries. Public libraries, right. yes. I mean, yeah, we go to the, our library. Yeah, university school, like, library. No, I'm not talking about everyone. that. That's a different case okay, scenario. Yeah, public libraries. Thanks a lot, education system. <laughs> Anyways. Sorry. Um, no, but what I just meant by that is, like, um, I don't know about you guys, when I was younger, um, I used to go to this daycare during the summer, just um, when I was younger, you know, like around four or five. Wow. 
And um, this nice old lady used to take us to our um, town library just, you know, to make sure we're still exposed to the book, stuff like that, you know, mm. they're growing up, right? All that good stuff. And we would Aww. actually go. Yeah, I know what happened to me, man. Oh, what you used to be so cute. It was a library. Goddamn libraries. Yeah, but basically, all, all I was just saying is just that I, I wonder if, like, at a certain point with the internet becoming so or is expanding the way it is, like, will we need a like library with physical books? That's. I hope that one day we can literally just click a button on our desks, and then the hologram book just appears in front of us, like the Tony Stark. Bro. Type of things, mm, like yeah. oh, I love. I you could have like a Jarvis type system, bro. Dude, I love That'd dreaming so about that sick. day. I'd pay for it. Whenever day. there's a a room and the whole room is your con that you get control. That's that is oh, the future that I'm ready room. for. No, I'm talking about like the floating <laughs> images. You know how he's like, oh, there's a holographic yeah. cube and he grabs it and moves it around and expands it, stuff like that. Like that is technology's like peak for my my eyes. I, I mean. I know you can totally do that. Even in, you can do that in engines for sure. But you yeah. can do that, especially in like VR chat. VR nowadays. They just need to be able to bring it to the real world. Uh, but that's exactly what that's, you can do in VR now. That leans more towards like the Ready Player One type of. Oh, my favorite movie. And that, oh, you know what that ties back to? The book. <laughs> no. Living in a world that you know is fake, but you'd prefer to be there. Because they all live in the real world, but they all mm. prefer to be online because they can control it. They can How do, do I request want. to change my Truman Show to that? <laughs> <laughs> I want whatever that guy had. Right? I can wake up tomorrow, the world can be completely different, and I'll be like, I ain't gonna say nothing to no one. I did not come from another dimension. I was here the whole time. <laughs> Dude. Mm. Peak technologies. Whenever those virtual... Mm -hmm. Just... Entire worlds. Sci-fi movies in general also get you thinking. Like Ready they Player One, do. Interstellar. Don't. Oh my God, no! <laughs> do not go there right now. But I'm going there right now. Okay. I fucking love Dude, Interstellar. Fourth dimension shit. I haven't watched. Oh it in a while. my God. Don't do tonight. Then. That was a scene that educate you. The more I think about it, the more it blows my mind. I was about to say it mm -hmm. didn't blow my mind that much, but then I, I thought about it. But is it crazy to think that's their only interpretation of like the fourth dimension? The only way that we can try and put it into a three-dimensional world. And that's just mm -hmm. insane. Like, I had a friend of mine who was a physics um, lover, I guess, and um, the way he described it to me, I literally cannot repeat in words because it made <laughs> absolutely no motherfucking sense but at the time did it were you able to kind of like expand and you're like oh i can't like you're looking cross-eyed in your brain that's how i imagine the trying bulb, to picture the fourth dimension the light bulb in my head flickered yeah. oh i <laughs> think that, i'm getting something no and, like he literally spent like five minutes explaining it and i felt so bad i was just like yeah i know exactly what you mean <laughs> smile and wave boys smile and wave <laughs> yeah that blows my mind. And whenever you ever seen like the uh, the little cube that's like rotating into itself, that's their way of trying to show uh, like you can fold a piece of paper in half, but you can then fold this cube too, and it just they try and three D represent mm -hmm. it, and it just doesn't work because we literally can't perceive it. Mm -hmm. Wait, that was an interstellar. No, I was just talking oh. about fourth dimension oh, stuff. No. Hey, oh, yeah. Ouch! I was enjoying the lecture. <laughs> <laughs> Glad dismissed. We can go back to Interstellar. Dr. Devin here. Shit. Dude, I wish. I wish. We're talking about our favorite movies. Go. Oh, I love Ready Player One, and Interstellar I was mean. good too. But before Ready Player One, guess what my favorite was? Megamind. 
<laughs> oh my lord. I am serious. That movie is so much better than we deserve. And then maybe Battleship. Uh, Battleship's as, as soon as I saw that in theaters, I walked out like my legs were quivering. I was like, <laughs> bro. <laughs> Okay. Honestly, I thought you were gonna say like 1917 or something. Ooh, <laughs> that's a good one. That was. It's not a movie. That's a masterpiece. Okay, True. that's right. more of like I appreciate it for like how well it was done, not right. necessarily for the plot. Like the plot was where you, great. Where you made like you had a golf clap at the end, basically. I was just kind of <laughs> like, like you just watched. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like that. That's kind of how it felt. Like the the filming was perfect. Like you were there. Mm-hmm. Did anyone else? Actors they got before oh. they made the take. I think in order to make sure that they were in budget, they had like maximum three, except for yeah. the fight scenes, like all the rockets flying back oh, and yeah, forth. Yeah. They had, I think they had like one try. I'm right. pretty sure. No, like, I, I, I mean the munitions that they would have on set for every day is one. Okay, so you saying that totally uh, made me think of one of my favorite movies. That's definitely The Dark Knight. And you made me think of that oh, because of the good. the scene with the Joker blowing up the hospital. They did that in one try. Uh, yeah. And his genuine reaction to mm-hmm. the hospital not blowing up was literally in the movie. Yeah. And thinking about that, it's just absolutely insane that Heath Ledger was such a good actor mm-hmm. that he and you know, like whatever you whatever he was going through at the time, like was able to do that in his right mind. Yeah, because when he was in the scene, if you haven't seen it, he basically him being the Joker of Gotham and Batman's universe, <laughs> as I um, was literally in uh, walking back, blowing up a hospital like cool guys don't look at explosion style. And when he presses the button clicker, it doesn't go. And you think it's a bit because he keeps like slamming on the clicker and then the explosion no, goes off. Because like I think the most genuine part about that is him turning around. He like he like mm-hmm. expects the explosion and he kind of like he pauses mm-hmm. and he does like that slow turn and then he realizes like yeah I should be concerned. And then it blows he turns up. around <laughs> and then he starts smacking it and it blows up. Like it's it's so so much better that you know that it was and, impromptu. And, and Jim Carrey is famous for that. All the good, I guess you could say, all the good like comedian character actors, mm-hmm. like Jim Carrey, Will Ferrell, like right. all those guys, Adam Sandler, they're just they're built for improv. And half of their stuff is they, they just yeah. throw in, and then the director's like, "Wait, do that again." So it was impromptu mm-hmm. the first time, but mm-hmm. probably had to be recreated. Like, like not necessarily in the script, though. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Or I think I totally could be wrong. I'm mouthing out bullshit right now. <laughs> I think that's one of the reasons why they shot Ace Ventura, the Ace Ventura movies, is they just wanted to put with, with enough direction, effect. yeah, <laughs> with enough of a script going already. They left a lot of blank bits really? for Jim Carrey to do his because he's a great method actor. That's really all oh, he yeah. does. So when he gets in a character, he's he's. You know, Ace Ventura, pet detective for, you know, a good month while the shooting's going <laughs> See, on. I didn't know that, that it was almost left up to him. Like, I, I'm sure they had a script, but, like, I had mm-hmm. never heard that most of it was just Jim Carrey being Jim Carrey. All the, if you watch it and you consider all the those little funny bits, all the little, like, niceties, mm-hmm. you're just like... That, that almost, it looks so natural because it's coming straight from him. Yeah, because he the just spot. flows yeah. so well. Mm-hmm. You guys think there are any other out there will there they let the main character kind of just i feel like there are i just can't think of like direct name i mean like you know one of the things that popped in my any literally any movie with samuel jackson and here motherfucker <laughs> half the time 
They're like, wait, that was checking the pages. That wasn't in the script. Excuse <laughs> me, sir. We went point two million dollars over budget because of that. It brings me back to honestly, The Dark Knight again, because Heath Ledger. It's the famous whenever he's talking, he has to like talk a little bit lower and kind of lick his lips. Like the licking his lips yeah. is from the makeup he's wearing because yeah. it was so uncomfortable for him. <laughs> So that's why he's constantly licking his lips and playing with his mouth because it's a genuine tick while he's acting. Didn't Heath Ledger during his like kind of almost time before the movie got into character kind of make his own makeup and he proposed it to producers? They act. They're actually like, shit. Yeah, oh, dude. I didn't know that. I, really? I, th- I think oh, so. I don't no. know. Like, I, so how do I look? I want to believe <laughs> it. Well, I mean, like you know the scars they put on his face. I mean, that's probably the makeup artist, mm-hmm. but like the concept, I. Th- you know, where it was like all messed up and he looked mm-hmm. like literally hasn't like taken a shower in like fucking years. Oh, or so you, mm. yeah, because like he obviously his his genuine look like comes from the comics, right? So he hair, the white face, and that that's obviously yeah. given. But I think, are you meaning like the scars and like his just shaggy look and maybe yeah, like his the, shaggy the, the rings look, around his eyes, the rings around his eyes. Um, really? Yeah, I, I think that. so. I think that's what I heard, but honestly, it could have you know, no. Yeah, because I, I guess the Joker's hair is pretty like orangish red, right, in the comics. And then his hair is like almost like a dark brown red, like that. In comics, it was all green. Oh, was I, it green? Oh, I yeah, you're totally right. I was too young for the comics. You're I mean, totally I right. I, comics, was, I just watched the cartoons. I don't know what I was thinking of. Yeah, you're totally right. He does have green hair Orange. with like it. Yeah, it's like sleeked up. back. Okay, yeah, no, I not like I, a Jared Leto sleek. My bad. <laughs> I don't know. Sorry, dude. I'm a Batman geek, so no, I literally not, anything so. I can be able to correct you. Don't worry, <laughs> I got you. Okay. <laughs> hey, so kind of notorious to the whole, I guess, Joker actor pool. Because just like oh, 007, boy. Joker's always played by someone new. How is your feelings? Where do you put the ranking for the Joker for Suicide Squad? Jared Leto, honestly, was a... That's my <laughs> solid opinion on it. Mm. Like, I don't get it with the grill where you're just like, so what are you doing there? Mm. Like, shit. I mean... Honestly, it it's it's not that his Joker was bad. It was more of like it does not live up to you know the Heath Ledger Joker, or as a matter of fact, the Joaquin Phoenix Joker. Joaquin Phoenix Joker. Like that that was something else. That um, mm-hmm. that performance that Joaquin Phoenix put on in that Joker movie uh, definitely something that I think even Heath Ledger would have respected. And mm-hmm. Like shit, dude, I don't think I could have done. But Ho- Joaquin Phoenix would say the same thing back to him. You know? So yeah. Mm. Okay. Yeah, def- you almost can't compare uh, Heath Ledger and Joaquin Phoenix for their performances. Because they were so different, but both so exquisite. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I don't know why I can't. Exquisite. exquisite. Only word I chose, okay? <laughs> Satisfactory. <laughs> Do you have a favorite movie, Devin? I'm honestly very bad with picking words of any category. Mm. But if, if you thought of one that's usually your go-to, like what you would turn on right now. Okay. Right now? Oh. Mm. You don't have to call it your favorite, but what do you think of? Um, I think that... See, I don't want to get too picky. Is it a Disney movie? Is it a horror movie? Sometimes it could be. Okay, so honestly, one of my go-tos for my favorite movie is honestly Up. And I know it's kind of sad. It's really sad, but I think it's so (laughs) cute. I love that movie. But it's like, that's not always the mood. So like, whenever you said, Mm -hmm. oh, play it right now, like, I wouldn't want to watch. Like, Mm -hmm. it's kind of sad. It's kind of a downer, and I'm kind of like... A little bit higher than that no, right now. It is like, a good ending. 
It's the, a big the dog, I swear to God. Oh, that, that's, it's one of my go-tos for, like, favorites. But, I mean, of course, like, Interstellar's on there. Like, that's a really good one. What was one? Uh, Ender's Game. That's a good one. I really I like how that, that. You should about? watch that. That one's very good. It, it's also really hard to just... Okay, maybe don't spoil it. Maybe I'll just watch no, it. No, it is a good movie. I think you would like it. Psychological Adventure? <laughs> it's... Yeah, I don't like, know. Adventure? Really it's like, yeah. yeah, I don't know. It's yeah. just more psychological and like but it's fun to watch is that too. Dystopian? Is that the right word, or is it the other one? You, uh, it's not utopian. You, but I honestly, it's not honestly utopian. Don't. Almost no dystopian. movies are like I don't it, know aliens and spaceships and stuff like that. They're, sci-fi, yeah, just sci-fi. But it, it's really good. I like it. Mm-hmm. It's not the type of story that's usually in space, like Star Wars, where it's like all oh, so the, the mystical force. It's nothing it's, like that. It's. It has like a thriller plot going along with the, it's more like, the crew and his life. And oh. it's more like near, like it's like people still live on the earth mm-hmm. and like the rich are up in space or like the So the literally our future in like 5200 years. Have you seen Ring of Elysium? No. What one? Ring of Elysium. Like where the super rich live on literally a ring rotating. Oh, gravity. and they have that healing and thing, right? And they have right? mecha suits. Is that the, the healing table? Yeah, the healing yeah. table. Yeah, I have seen that. I think I've only seen it like once. It's like, ooh, passengers. What about passengers? I remember seeing with Chris Pratt, correct? Yep. I remember seeing the first part of it, and then I had something going on, and I had to leave like halfway during Ooh. But like literally, I got to the part where I think, uh, Cyrus spoiler alert, everyone, uh, Jennifer Lawrence comes out of the incubation uh, chamber. Mm-hmm. I got to like there and then had to leave. And that was literally the worst decision ever because I know it probably skyrocketed right after that too. See, I've actually heard bad reviews. That's why I never yeah. watched it is I heard it's, it had bad reviews. It's trippy as fuck for sure. I literally think. at that point, you would expect it to change genres, but it's more of the same throughout the year. Oh, so continue to be depressing as shit. A little bit, yeah. Oh, oh interesting. Yeah, no, I, I've, I, I really wanted to see it because, like, that seems like my type of mu- mm-hmm. movie. But leading up to it, I was like, oh, yeah, yeah. And then as soon as it came out, and I, I didn't go see it, like, opening day type of thing. But it was like mm-hmm. I heard bad things about it. And it just got worse and worse and worse as time went on. So I was like, I don't know. I just want to throw it out there because we've touched on the topic of uh, space exploration, you know, space in general. Um, mm-hmm. If you guys had the choice or the option, like go to the like say international space station. Ooh. Absolutely, not a question in my mind. You mean to like live, or like just to go visit? Just to go visit for like a couple of days. Ab- absolutely, not Even a doubt in my with mind. With every possibility, every fraction of you know the fact that yeah. you could literally die. Yeah, absolutely, not even a question in my mind. Sure. Why is like explain why would you do that? Because I like. It's a type of exploration for me. It's like something that I can't even comprehend. Like the zero gravity feel is something I would love to comprehend and falling type of a thing is like as close as we can get to it on Earth. But like to be able to just float and how people forget once they're back on Earth that they'll put a a cup up in the air. You ever seen that? Like they'll put a cup in the air and drop it because they expect it to stay because they've spent so much time on the space station. Have you ever seen that? No. So there's this... I. I'm pretty sure it's real. I'm like 80% sure that it's actually him, not him acting. Mm-hmm. But like in space, you can lift things up and you if you don't yeah. move and you let go, it's going to stay there. Yeah. So he was like going to pick something up off the ground. So he puts his cup and he goes like this to pick something off the ground and he drops his cup because like he just totally forgot. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. gravity's a thing. Like just because you live there for, I don't know, is it like 
six months at a time? Is that how they do it? I genuinely don't know. Or is it's it more a, than it's that? It's definitely so they have enough time to get down there all their procedures. I, I know it's a long time. I just, I, it's just like to being up there yeah. and then come back down. He just forgot that gravity literally existed. Of gravity, something. Oh, um, God. Well, okay. You probably have heard this in like your classes too. Um, but um, in one of my physics classes, they talked about um, class, but um, a lot of our topics were um, art, um, objects in motion. And those, there's a lot of examples where they'll say like, okay, we're going to push something and see how far it goes um, and see how long it's going to take for it to stop based on friction. And that's how things stop on Earth from friction and um, opposing force. But out in um, space, there are no forces um, being pushed up against you. Scientific term. That's why you are literally not going up, down, sideways, wherever. Or that can also mean constant motion because if say you take a baseball out in space and you chuck it off into this it's going to be motion i believe right until that. until it comes in like a gravity no of another place. So you exactly. could be going right you can go be going like light years an hour yeah but it's just going to feel like if nothing's hitting your face then why are you going to feel there, like you're going a million right. miles an hour oh that's another thing that blows my mind is the no wind in space exactly. no air yeah. well but that's something we'll never feel because as soon as you do you know, like you won't feel it on your skin. People think you'd survive for like a minute or so. Maybe, yeah. <laughs> but rub yourself it... up in Vaseline <laughs> and then just jump in front of the sun. Instant tan. I think Megan. Just hold your breath. Just, just hold your breath. He says as he jumps into the sun and rub, covered in Vaseline. That's an important part. Vaseline. So it's like, so I don't immediately fry. I'm just imagining you covered in Vaseline. <laughs> <laughs> I'd, All right, sorry. I'd do it. Okay, yeah, yeah, I would take that trip. If you're gonna be the Vaseline man in space, <laughs> that's the ISS. That's the, that that's where you say yes. If it's not going up and living peacefully, you want to <laughs> jump out with Vaseline on your ass. Unless I'm going into the sun. Unless I'm dropping rocks like tiny little nukes off from the side. <laughs> I don't want it. You bringing his legs out in zero gravity. <laughs> I can't piss into the atmosphere. <laughs> I sleep. It's so weird to think of. It'll burn. You know how that works, right? Not Wait, what? Vaseline everywhere. Things falling back in. Why are you pissing Vaseline? Wait, <laughs> hold on. Why are you peeing Vaseline? Why is there Vaseline on your pee? It will be covering all of me. It's not in my That's pee. That's not how that works. Put it on my ding dong. <laughs> the fuck? All right, people, bring it back. We're going to avoid that. <laughs> Anyway, well, we ask me to, I don't remember. Honestly. Have the government also give me SPF one million? <laughs> it's called like three inch thick steel, my friend. When you're up there next to the sun, <laughs> did you look at your phone and then see like a naked girl or some shit? Because your nose just started blasting blood. <laughs> I like how I literally said like, "Oh, we're not going to talk about it." The first thing you do, like, so we're going to talk about it. <laughs> How could he not just talk about it? I so mean, my I, nose is bleeding. I know. I just genuinely have dry nostrils. Really? Well, speaking of our last conversation, if you take a lot of Vaseline and shove it up there, that'll help. There you go. There you, you, go. Would, you would not believe that my mom used to do that for me whenever I was young. Because this has been like a lifelong thing. Like I will get what? bloody noses at random times. All the time. And like my mom would be like, oh, 
with some Vaseline on it. I'm like, what do you mean? She would get a Q-tip and cover it in Vaseline do, and bro. shove it up there. Because the reason your nose bleeds is because it gets dried up in your sinuses. And right. They break open. And if you put the Vaseline up there, it gets oh, yeah. moist. No, I, I know that. Are you making your mama proud and putting Vaseline up your nose like a good boy? No. Well, that's why your fucking nose is bleeding, bro. <laughs> but it's just, it's just something I have to live with at this point. So thank you, Ryan, for bringing it up. I really I just, appreciate it. just wanted to say... If I was on the space station, I could also wear cool glasses. Holy shit. But they wouldn't be able as to see As I'm covered in Vaseline. Oh my god. And just throw them up the deuces as I float away. And then I got a little lasso. You've Climb been back. thinking about that. What would you do? <laughs> I would not jump into the sun. That wasn't on my itinerary. You don't have to jump into it. You just step outside you're not the space come station. Back. You just talked well about that. If you're moving, you're not coming back, bud. Ooh, I can wear a parachute. I can bring a spark. I can bring in a, like Captain part? America heat shield, so I can go back down to Earth. I'd be like, peace. It's not. Ryan, you're you're up so far, like into out of the atmosphere that you are in zero gravity, bro. You're telling me I need to bring moon shoes too? Okay. No, you basically need to be Iron Man, bro. What, you, what are moon shoes? What if I just get like? <laughs> what, what are moon shoes? Are those moon shoes? Everyone, Ryan is wearing slippers right now. Just yeah. pointing those out. And those are basically very socks comfortable. with very extra padding on them. They're, okay, they're nice. slockers. That's almost that could almost pass as like for something in a trampoline park. Like you that's two pretty much really trying to roast me about my little. They look little like wacky. They look extremely comfy, but they also look like they could be sold at a trampoline. Park. So I'm just throwing trampoline. that out. Well. Maybe I'm a trampoline park kind of guy, all right? You're just ready to go on trampoline at any point. I just need to get as high in the air as fast as possible. <laughs> Is that what moon shoes do? Because I still want to know what moon shoes do. Moon? Have you ever... Do so you have no idea? I what, genuinely have no idea. What about what the kid's moon toy moon shoes? I don't know. I want to hear what you think moon shoes up in space are going to do for you. What are moon shoes? We'll see. <laughs> you said if you're up in the air, yeah. not in gravity, you're going to bring some moon shoes. When, when you become a true astronaut, Moon shoes won't be the kid's toy where it's a trampoline on your feet. I, okay. It'll become little tiny jet-propelled little Iron Man boosters. Should have said, said that before, before I said, no, that's, like, not what you need, fucking Iron Man. Yeah, the, yeah now it's just, now y'all are on the same page, but on a different paragraph. Like, that's all it is. Can't copyright Marvel again. The FBI agents listening to this microphone come no, at No, I just meant Disney movies. and Marvel will come at us so fast. <laughs> Don't, you mean a steel sir up in space flying oh, around? Yeah. yeah, the Disney company is fucking. We'll God, come you at can't you. even talk about Transformy guys. Don't talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> Shifty boy. <laughs> oh my God! Oh, but I love my favorite Pixar movie, <laughs> Vehicles. Uh, oh my god. Flames, flames, and automobiles. <laughs> I just squirt. <laughs> what the fuck? Planes, straight. Bro, where were those commercials? They put them on kids' lots channels. Lots why did they cars think... and trucks. Yes, why did they think kids were going to be like, Mommy, Mommy, I want planes, trains, oh, and yeah, automobiles in the video. At one point, and then I got shot down, and I never asked again. I mean, because you didn't really have any talking points. Like, oh, why would you want that? And you're like, oh, yeah. <laughs> I forgot. I don't need that. Like, there's no draw for that. What I want, I want. Bring this back to the beginning of the conversation where you're talking about 
getting the weird little toys at the bookstore. Wait, is that where we're going? <laughs> no, that was Wait. like a fucking half hour ago, bro. I was gonna say, like, how would we tie from that? No, but I like how we talked about, like, oh, intermission. Oh, yeah, we want to talk about conspiracy theories. So the moon. <laughs> and we just dodge conspiracy theories. And now <laughs> Ryan's wearing moon shoes and it, moon shoes and it's evidently Iron Man. Covered in Vaseline. Yeah. Covered in Vaseline, wearing <laughs> sunglasses. And the parachute. Yep, Four. five steps to success. Yeah, so we're at the end of the conversation. The that moment was you that obtain was <laughs> all five of those things, instant enlightenment. The infinity gauntlet. Of <laughs> Jeffrey Epstein. Oh my <laughs> god. Conspiracy thing. <laughs> oh, awesome. Yeah, circle I back. Uh, conspiracy theories. Some oh, yeah. I thought of this uh, topic way earlier in the podcast, but I didn't oh, yeah. get a chance to say anything. Um, global warming. Some people oh. say it's <laughs> <laughs> real or not. So, conspiracy theories. I think. <laughs> it doesn't exist. Exactly. Some people think that global warming is a sham. It doesn't exist, but... Flat well, Earth. Yeah, the Earth is flat, evidently, too. Flat Earth conspiracy theory we want to talk about all of the the fake experience or conspiracy theory i think we are definitely like global warming affecting the atmosphere <laughs> in a way that variates the normal levels of especially they use like heat the barometer how hot the planet is at <laughs> any given moment who's to say what normal is exactly but also i'm saying that we as humans since we've got here you can kind of also see industrialism and the variation in temperature globally but to any uh, conservative republicans that may be out there you <laughs> might want to go to the next video <laughs> to be a republican means you have to wait never mind i don't want to talk politics i don't even know where i was gonna go. i don't want to talk <laughs> politics anyways anyways no because i was gonna say something now it's gone that's too much. No, because seriously, with a nose tampon and your you know, just dig, ignore it. <laughs> just ig those... just <laughs> ignore it. Uh, I don't no, I was gonna, I was gonna comment. The the thoughts back. <laughs> don't don't. My verb now is toilet paper. Rolled up. It's such looking like a tampon. I have tampons in my room that I use for bloody noses. That's how often I get bloody sure, noses. For your nose. <laughs> Bro, you... so happy. You know I can leave at any point, right? Well, I do leave here. I'm gonna walk you. all the way home. Evan is currently three feet away from his door, people. I can touch it if I tried hard enough, I think. So emotionally, how comfortable are you are knowing that your room is right there? Emotionally comfortable? Honestly, my room does not bring me any solace. That is the room of my torture this semester. That's where I do all my schooling. Facts. That's Boy, not... That housed five classes of Devin. Oh. That was... No, I don't... Sorry, go ahead. I'm, no, I'm just saying I do not want to talk about school. <laughs> it, it, it honestly, it's just, like, it's over, bro. You're done gone. for, like, five weeks. That's You're good. Great. Dude, I was talking to someone from Davis. They get, like, two and a half weeks of break. Dude, it's stupid. It's because they're on the quarter system. Quarter system. Hey, wait, how does the quarter system work? I genuinely don't know they how They literally graduate twice. Or can. What? No, but when, when, are, oh. when, are, when are the time? We're one semesters, too. So do they take the same amount? So the courses that I took this semester, they took the exact same stuff, but in a shorter period of time. 
Who would supposedly? <laughs> that sounds <laughs> fucking atrocious. I I had no social life this semester. Who mm-hmm. who wants that? Life of an engineer slash STEM. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> can we can we go back? What global warming? Right. You just said you don't want to talk politics. That's not politics. Global warming is not politics. You, I just was about we, to say something about got... politics on it. Well, you I was know? just trying to say, like... Um, God damn it. <laughs> like, we were talking about... Um, literally the entire podcast. Um, Speak louder. I'm so sorry. If those could not hear. Uh, maybe we'll just cut that out. We'll buff out those scratches, Captain. Nope, it's in. Go. Motherfucker. <laughs> um, conspiracy theories, global warming. A lot of people, or I really hope a lot of people, but there are people out there that think it is a sham. It's not real. What do you guys think about those people? Like, what? how could it be thought of as not real? Well, I think there's still technically a possibility of global warming not being able to be correlated. But we see, we've seen pictures, we've seen photos of um, the ice glaciers. We've uh, and the like moon landing. People still don't believe the moon. Okay, but the thing is, here's 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 what I was going to comment on originally that made me want to come back to this is that yes, it's getting hotter. Yes, that's very obvious. We can look at the trends. It's it's a line. That's it's going to go up. That's how it's going. And the thing is, it was doing that before because we went from an ice age. It's always been getting hotter. And it's going in cycles. That's kind of how the Earth has been working, is it goes in cycles of magma, and it cools back down to ice. It goes back like it, That's literally just how it goes. And we've had multiple ice ages in the past, and we'll have multiple more heat waves in the future. Like it, that, That's kind of how I feel. And it's not that humans aren't changing that. I just mm. think that it's just either delaying what's inevitable, and humans are kind of like, Eating it up, kind of like that's obviously we're having an impact. That's very obvious, and I'm very much against it because I love nature and killing a lot of nature. Of mm-hmm. But I genuinely think that it's kind of just a come and go time. It's a cycle that's gonna flow through, and then we're gonna move on from it. Like maybe we as humans, not, but like, Devin, does that make sense? What I'm about to res- give you, oh, no. what, eh, what I'm about to say is probably gonna piss you off, and I apologize in advance since that you love. Me. Oh no! Um, during my environmental science class this um, semester, we had to read an article, and it was talking about um, percentages. Or I'm sorry, um, it was saying that the new um, tolerated t- amount of temperature over the yes is now 1.5 degrees Celsius. Are and you, are you talking about people, like people who are comfortable in what temperature? What do you mean comfortable? I'm talking about um, over the tol- tolerated global temperature as far as global warming. And okay, sorry, does that make sense? Sorry. Well, whenever you say tolerate, it's like it makes me think of like someone sitting in their room wanting to change the thermostat. Sorry, is that maybe, what you maybe, mean? No, no, no. Maybe a more uh, or a better term would be the accepted temperature scientifically. So, like the averages, like yes, basically the average. Okay. I think I'm following. Okay. okay. And um, in order for just to keep it um, to a minimum of 1.5 degrees Celsius over the accepted, that would um, reduce from it being where it currently is 100% of the coral reef uh, killed, literally, mm-hmm. um, brings it down to 70 
and oh if, okay i see what you're saying and if you think about it like how ridiculous that that's tolerated or accepted right now like that's that's our goal like you're so like just fucked right now and yeah no that that that's, that's our first stone that's the one thing that i think i hate the most about a lot of these issues is like whether you believe in global warming or not it's something that people only think of whenever they're trying to save nature why don't you want to preserve that in general why don't why don't you want to address that obviously like even if you don't believe in global warming there's obviously things that are hurting nature there are obviously mm. things that are making it worse why not combat that anyways why does it have to take into global warming like does that does that kind of make sense i don't know i kind of strayed a little bit there but i think i hear you there yeah no i don't know it kind of just makes me feel weird but also that was going to bring me to another point have you all seen the uh like the the world clocks and stuff the thing that they put up like that has like a seven year time and yeah, it's yeah, yeah, yeah. that's basically talking like we're gonna pass that threshold of not being able to drop Recover. back down have you seen that right mm, no i haven't so basically like it's in like dc right or i think Seattle? it was in new york new york oh that, okay. so that wasn't the first one though i think there's actually others so correct me if i say anything wrong but basically what it is is it's like based on trends mm -hmm. that are happening right now in our carbon levels i think that's what it was focused on was our carbon levels was as time goes on if we progress as we are in that seven year time we will pass this percentage of carbon levels that earth can recover from it's called like elasticity so it's like you can stretch out a rubber band and it'll come back to its shape but if you stretch it just a little bit too far it'll either break or stay stretched does that make sense mm -hmm. it won't return to its regular shape that's basically what that clock is plastic like, deformation right yeah oh i didn't know if that's i could go into the literal term that's exactly yeah. what it's called mm -hmm. so like i i knew that patrick would know because we talk about that in our engineering classes but i didn't know if that was actually for mm -hmm. plastic deformation like that's that. the I, I don't know why i know that oh i know that term because of anthropology oh it's looking oh. at bends and bones oh interesting yeah yeah that totally makes sense so yeah same exact idea it's like after we pass this time our mm -hmm. graph is going to pass that level of no elastic return so mm -hmm. we no matter what we do if we immediately get rid of all of our carbon emissions we can't go back down in that it's mm -hmm. just going to start never return so that was like this art thing that they added into like uh it was like on a skyscraper in new york like multiple rooms wide like a countdown clock it was seven years this many days and it's counting out. Mm -hmm. and it's like this mo it's like a movement that they're trying to get behind like realize that we're messing up like if we pass this it can't get any better type of a thing. like you can only return so that's insane i think mm -hmm. that we have seven years and our shit together the crazy thing it was such a like that you didn't even hear about it. like it was added on this year wasn't it put I, in I, yeah Pretty i saw recent. it all over instagram for literally a week so you're telling me it. this only happened because we're in 2020 yeah yeah fuck you 2020 <laughs> i'm i don't know if i had anything to do with 20 i think people are like oh i guess seven years is cutting it a little close we should let people know even mm -hmm. though yeah, yeah. I don't know. Maybe it was only discoverable now. Well, I don't know if we should have truly listened to like Al Gore. <laughs> Al Gore was very left. <laughs> Do you guys have Did you guys ever heard any of Al Gore's points on the planet? I like, could not. Like, but imagine it's like 2012. Politics, bro. <laughs> In 20, no, just imagine it's 2012. Al Gore is basically saying that 
by 2030, we're going to be like at half our general air quality will be filled with like carbon emissions. Oh, really? You just showed up these very extreme numbers. And okay. when, no matter what, how you look at the data, it's until we find a stressor that would be able to push us over into an edge that would trigger like a, I guess, I want to say, oh, like an infinite incline. Okay. We, we'd never usually hit an infinite incline. It's, everything's always general. Nothing's ever dramatic unless we did something like a dramatic turn of shutting off all of our factories. Right. Because even if you add a thousand factories tomorrow, there will still be a thousand factories built tomorrow. So okay. no matter what we do to try to increase the stressors, unless we go through a boom where half our world burns, which is happening in California anyway, and it pollutes our uh, air quality which like is happy, that. It's colder. Like the, the business sector, yeah. We get some rain, which we fucking need right now. The business sector can't affect the total output of global warming, essentially, is what so we've learned at past Al Gore. Whenever you're saying that, I, I'm missing one very key point. Is he mm. saying that we shouldn't care because it's going to happen either way? He's saying it's happening ASAP, so make me president and I'll... <laughs> Make sure that it's, it was in his campaign run for presidency. He would, was, he would always talk about the he was like the tree hugger candidate. Interesting. But no president has ever been like, oh, save the planet. Not really. But this dude was a save the planet dude. Wow. It was just very extreme left on those views Interesting. of making sure that we start banning like oil. Like he, if, if Al Gore has been president the past 12 years, Tesla's would be the new standard. Fair enough. I would just like as that kind of a person. But athlete. I mean that's what they're going towards, right? I was just gonna throw I out think there that so. <laughs> like as a mechanical engineer, a lot of people uh or I've had to write a lot of reports on shit like this where everyone thinks that um the Tesla's any other car <laughs> hybrid vehicle. Everyone thinks that it's the automatic solution because they don't produce any direct carbon pollution. But in reality, um having to recycle them takes we don't even have the technology to be 100% efficient with it because it'll just end up going right back into the earth. They have to dispose of it in some way back around just as much cars do in the end, if not more. Be a little less. I don't know the exact numbers, but it's not good either way. Hmm. Oh, yeah. That's like, it's interesting how people will be like, oh, recycling's so good because you're reusing these things. Because yeah. you were mentioning, like, how even though that's, yeah, it, it sounds really good on paper, but really it takes a lot of energy to degrade these materials into something that's reusable type of a thing. So it's like recycling in itself isn't even as good as it sounds. They just have it marketed. Is that what you're going at? Yeah, literally. It's all whack. <laughs> that's all I got to say. Ride your bikes, people. I'm still baffled that the news of that giant trash pile the size of Texas is in the ocean. What happened to that? <laughs> yeah, where is it? Was that like a hoax? Or is that like really somewhere right the now again? The election happened, bro. <laughs> no, all this shit was like 20, like 2008 bookstores. Was, that was book, book fair information right there. Do you think they have like a tracker, like the Santa tracker, <laughs> where, where the trash pile is in the ocean right now? I'm. How I'm much you want to bet up. that actually I'm exists? I'm looking it up right now. That's what I'm going for. 
I would totally believe that. Ocean trash. Trash pile. Oh, pile shit. Location. It's called like the Great Indiana Trash Pile or something. Have you ever heard of the, like, the, the, the Great Canvas Trash Alanche or something? No. Trash Alanche? It's from a movie. Well, the fucker said Trash Alanche. No, it's, it's the stupidest movie. It's called Idiocracy. It's literally oh, talk, like, about what we're talking about. It's like this guy he goes into like a crypto sleep, I think, mm-hmm. where it's like he stays the same age, but he moves on, and then he's forgotten about. And he's actually in this pile of trash so many years into the future that everything we have is trash. And like the reason that he wakes back up is because there's this trash alanche. It's kind of a comedy. Mm-hmm. It's a weird movie. You would have to watch it to understand what type of thing it's trying to hit. But mm-hmm. it's like a, I think it's older style. But it's kind of funny that it's just, it's kind of exactly what we're talking about. Like, yeah, we're making, going to pile up. Like, Wally. It's, it's like Wally, oh. but the people that are living on Earth are really dumb. And, like, the oh. leaders of, like, the leaders like of the world. Human like, cavemen. That's literally what it is. And mm. they, they, they revert back to idiocracy, oh. as states the movie. World War Three will be fought with. World War, yeah, World War Three will be fought with nukes. World War Four will be fought with sticks. Yeah, we're, yeah. we're fighting with sticks and stuff. Oh, yeah. If it's, you guys, if you guys um, think there was to be a World War, what country? All of them. I don't Every single goddamn one. Yeah, I. Spider Man. Well, no, no, two, two. I think it's gonna be fucking North Korea and everyone else. <laughs> <laughs> but it's just enough. Yeah, no. Honestly, so I... Nothing. I don't think... I don't know. It'd be interesting just to be like... Because everyone kind of hates everybody. Bye, Ryan. See you later. Rip Rhino. (laughs) He's fine. Don't worry about him. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm I'm just watching what's happening right now. You're kind of just... Doing your own thing. For everyone who's listening who cannot see Ryan, just pull the spread out of his little mini fridge. I'm myself a drink. Hacking his lungs. You hear that? You probably don't even. You're hacking your lungs out, walking around in the middle of cops. You're like, well, speak, do something. Yeah. As we're just just I can mute myself. (laughs) (laughs) That's what I'm gonna do. Microphones. You can't mute yourself. You're the host, bro. You can't die Anyways, on your own show. Jeez, you just went off. Hey, clickbait. What were we talking about? <laughs> I was about to have a good one. upload that shit for me. We were talking about shit. <sighs> it's gone. Global warming? It's we're past that, How far back do you want to go? <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> like, literally right before you started dying. Oh, what was it? Oh, oh, World War Three. Yes. Six what was I going to say? Idiocracy. Oh, I was going to say, honestly, everyone hates everyone. We're all just going to... We don't even have to pick a side. I think people just need a reason to fight, and they're all just going to start fighting. That's honestly what I think it'll be, because everyone's so pissed off with. It. It's just going to be a kind of a free for all, like a faction mm-hmm. type of a life. Yeah. Imagine though, now. No. <laughs> the only reason why you know that is really because it's in news media. What if news media? What if political cr- climate was never a thing, and it's always oh. just been something the media has been telling us? What yeah. if there's no such thing as political climate? Just what ifs? You literally just brought me back to the beginning topic of this conversation where, like, literally everything we're watching is not real. It's a TV show. 
Controlled by the Illuminati, man! You know, we were actually planning that loop, me and Ryan as actors. We were planning for it all to tie together so that you get even more freaked out, but your life is literally fake. No, we'll keep Okay, it if anyone doesn't hear from me in the next 24 hours, please call 911. <laughs> no one here knows you. Go to law, I have yeah, to say, you don't go to bed, friend. Who are you talking to? We, we upload, the, we still keep it in, but we upload it like a week from now, like, oh, darn, guess he's gone. <laughs> Never hear from See, me. If you don't hear thing from me in the next it couple episodes, out a week from now, <laughs> and we still upload it. No, no reason to hide the evidence. He's already gone. Actually, once final finals week is over, your mom's not. You should have more time to go. Fuck you, Devin. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, go ahead, Ryan. I just no, wanted I'm to just talk about anymore. my personal schedule. I'd probably be able to have more time to edit like this podcast when is over. Oh, baby. All the free time. Who's gonna? <laughs> what are we gonna do? <sighs> Honestly, okay. I was talking to people. Quarantine. I was gonna just like literally just do nothing, like for a, at least a week. No itinerary. That is a wonderful. No, and plan. like literally okay with being the laziest I've ever been, and like not that I'm being like active, but like that I just don't want my brain to have to. Would you work at Kirkwood? Yes. But I would never never related for- to you, and right now. I completely agree. My my mind is fucking poop right now, and like just, I would love to do nothing more other than this right now. This is cool, but just like well, lay no, in my no. bed and literally stare at my fucking blank white ceiling. No, but like so I totally understand. But like even doing stuff like this is so much better because you don't have to you don't have to think about it. You don't have to You're plan not, it. Like but directing like, your mind whenever, at something. Whenever so I have a calendar in my room. Worst idea, but best idea because it's like you can see the next three weeks of yep. all these things that are going to happen. Assignments, activities, meetings, you have to you be... Your teacher say something, you look right. Dude, it's like, all that I'm looking for is not to have to plan. It's like, I don't have to worry about, oh, well, I guess in the next week, I have to find at some point I need to do this assignment. Like, I'd rather just be like, we'll see what happens today. Like, I don't care because I don't have to plan it out. That's more what I'm looking for. Mm. And like, yeah, an occasional day of work is one thing. Excuse me? That's what I call it. What? (laughs) Literally, you don't have a gun up to your head to do homework. Oh, I thought, okay. What did you think I said? Never mind. Brains out. What did you hear? Never mind. Just moving on. (laughs) Following. Suicide jokes. Good comedy. (laughs) I didn't mean it like that. (laughs) Relatable. Uh (laughs) (laughs) Update. Devin still has the the tampon in his I was about to say something. I guarantee I haven't been bleeding for the past like 20 (laughs) minutes, but... See, I'd rather just it's there for the aesthetic now or solidarity. Yeah, no, it's it stopped. Like, <laughs> thank you for sharing that. Yeah, you want to see it up close? Um, yeah, look, I'm, I'm sure. Actually, uh, I didn't catch that in the microphone. <laughs> Sorry, Dan. <laughs> I was like out here whenever I say good. Anyways, so, I mean, we've kind of deviated, like. There's never been a direct line. I was going to say, can anyone summarize this entire podcast at the moment? Because we talked about so much shit No, I can't. No, I can't. I do have a working title. Okay. (laughs) No, yeah. So anyways, Ryan, do you have that uh, conspiracy theory that you were looking for? Was global warming the the one that we were planning on talking (laughs) about? Because I think we were... No, I didn't want to... The show was the big one that we wanted to hit. Type of like the... the, What do you call that? The protagonist theory? Talk about... Just for my podcast notes, is what, if you're asking what's on my podcast notes... Oh, dude, I'm just wondering, because I thought, I thought you wanted to keep going back. You're like, oh, but wait, I had this one thing I wanted to talk about. Yeah, but that's why I like how we're still doing cir- Circle 
thinking having we're, something to come yeah back we're to. still spiraling spiraling right. going back to the same topics branching but out still and then coming back to them yeah. okay anyways continue yeah my next point would be talking about on the vein of conspiracies again which would be hollow theory because we were talking about protagonist Ooh, theory yes, yes, yes. which is this everyone is around one. you is an actor what if all right i have to this, I have is, to, this is a way to describe hollow theory yes hollow theory Good is luck. So we know that a phone is a phone and it's right. heavy and small. Right. Cushion is a cushion. It's huge but light. How do we know what truly is inside? It's almost like Schrodinger's box. Until we cut open this cushion down the side. You just got really wide eyed. <laughs> we, we would never be able to understand, not even understand, but comprehend that there's something inside of here. Because for all we know, this entire cushion is hollow and made of void. Up until we, in our simulation, cut it in half, and it then like shows us in the middle that it's full, but then you just become too empty. Well, I would literally be like a baby, bro. Because like, if you're a baby, you don't know what's inside of there. But then like, at some point, I don't yeah, know, your fucking dog rips it open. Totally you like see all ignorant. The come out and like, see, oh shit. So we've learned like, what's right. in here, but just what if? Your entire life, that cushion was the only one that was truly real. And that was the one that your life showed you. The, the choreographer is behind your life. Versus and every other cushion that's been sealed that you've never seen the inside so of, completely empty. That form. almost brings up any sort of like a time theory. So like in the future, you know you're going to see bringing cushions back in. I don't know why cushions, but mm. like for whatever reason, in the future, you will look inside of this cushion. So this one will be real is that what you're saying like you that one's gonna stay a void forever because you're never gonna check but this right. one you already know because that all, that almost comes into time travel that's like that's mixing too many theories there man just that's just opening your third eye no because so one thing that actually hinted at it or not hinted but like kind of just triggered for me whenever you were talking is like me and patrick as engineering students we deal with like the forces and how things work internally as well so like material science and how things react and there's always a reaction for it. and like as you're pushing on this cushion that force in your head is that cushion and mm. but like you said like that could be a void like i think whenever you brought it up to me the first time one of the things that kind of blew my mind was like your bones stuff like that like mm. your bones could be hollow you can feel the outside of your bones you don't know what's there yeah but yeah, yeah so instead of giving thing, you the example, it's a little bit far fetched, Patrick. Instead of us giving you the example of something where you know what's inside of it, let's just say your brain. How in the hell do you, as an object or your bones, you've never seen the inside of that? Of course, you can see diagrams and right. pictures, but you've never seen it. So how do you know that if you don't have your arm chopped off right here in front of you, you don't know that you have veins and that you can feel pulses? Doesn't mean there's actually something extra yeah so just i'd be ignorant of like what no it's like simulation theory imagine if there truly was just nothing it's not an ignorance that's what hollow theory is okay it's just the concept of everything being hollow okay we just had to explain it because putting it into perspective using an object in front of you is a little easier that was weird to comprehend Mm -hmm. but yeah i don't know (laughs) any other all of these are simulation theories so like have you guys ever thought about Something that could possibly like mean you're being watched, like a Truman Show in a simulation. 
like something that would hint yeah, at because the protagonist theory and the hollow theory it's all in the so same like, simulation like a glitch, something that you weren't supposed to see is that what right you right jinx in the armor so almost similar maze runner topic too don't know until you go and call i guess but i think what he's saying is like what if like in the have you seen the truman show Okay, so uh, we we movie, we've been using the Truman so Show sorry. as an example this entire okay. time. Yeah, so, I, I, I kind of guessed what it was, and I'm assuming from them. It's, it's a Jim Carrey comedy, so it's uh, about him oh, being in a TV show in his life. Right. So literally, like this director adopted this kid and decided they're gonna build this big dome that holds his entire hometown. It's a small hometown, and he built all these things in his life. He built every single thing, and he built barriers so that he would never leave this town. Like, he instilled the fear of water, and he's on an island, so he would he never go a, sailing past so it. And when he was like, a kid, the director gave him a traumatic experience, with, including water, he was playing to make God. him afraid of leaving the island because there's water surrounding the island. Like, Holy the director shit. controls his life. So, yeah, he was, like, playing Holy God. Like, he's like, this event fun. will happen so that in the future you're going to be afraid of it. And then, like, but so what happens... Who's on the island, is it? Every mm-hmm. single person is an actor. There's the cameras fuck? everywhere. And so what he's getting at is, like, have you ever seen something that's a glitch? So I was going to go into the later parts of the movie where he starts getting these ideas. I Do you remember what initially triggered it? Because I don't. But anyway, so something triggers it, and he starts having these thoughts. And he tries to figure it out. He's like, and he starts catching on. He's like, wait a second. It doesn't match up. And so he's trying to prove it to his wife. Was his dad came, his real world dad came back on the show and it was during, he triggered a flashback. Someone infiltrated, his girlfriend infiltrated the show. Or like, oh, right. Because people took, because it was a a nationwide television show live. So these people would try and break in. It's keeping up with the Kardashians, but 24 7. Right. It's just, well, we watch them sleep. So, yeah, yeah, because something that, that, that cued him to it was he got a gift for his birthday, but, like, as he's in the birthday scene, which he's just living, some guy pops out of a box. He's like, Truman, you're in a TV show. He's, like, he's trying to tell this kid. Like people break into the set and try to spoil oh the entire... He's trying to crash his entire world. Literally, they zoom out like at I've the end of the movie. before, but in another form. It's literally just a dome at the top of Hollywood. Like, it's literally, like, this place that... No, no, like, exists uh, and stuff like not the movie directly but like other things that are like related i'm thinking of parodies of the truman show yeah oh interesting i heard of one. anything that goes back on itself kind of there are a lot of movies with the the concept yeah of, like maze runner for really example runner, okay yeah no but, yeah but to get back the whole thing that i'm trying to wrap here is that you were talking about the glitches he tries to like see these things and like so he'll be like trying to go somewhere and as he says it people are like oh you can hear it in the camera we need to block that so he's like oh Mm. he has his wife in the car and she's an actor but he's trying to prove to her that he's in a simulation so he drives around this roundabout and he's like telling these the cameras that he assumes are there i'm trying to leave i want to leave town so they throw in a traffic jam and then he's like oh but watch this and he flings in a circle around the roundabout acting like he's gonna leave and he comes back and the cars are gone. He's like, see, they set that up to be in front of me, to be in my, oh my place. God. It was so funny. You see? One of the other examples of that was during like a breakfast scene. They were having breakfast. The, imagine you're, I'm staring at you, but I'm the mom, you're Truman, in the perspective of the show. The mom will get up, not even look at her son Truman, just look at some point in the wall, and then just <laughs> go, 
Oh, my favorite Wheaties brand cereal. I can't <laughs> yes. wake up in the morning without my Wheaties. And then you're just like, Mom, what the fuck was that? <laughs> oh, my this God. Is literally that. Everything that you guys are describing, I am picturing and imagining, like, in the form of, well, have you guys seen the fourth Indiana Jones where he goes to that town that's, like, literally all fucking robots? Or not robots, but mannequins. Yeah. That's how like, it no, feels like alienated. Yeah. yeah. That's I don't remember the, that, huh? It's um, Crystal Skull. I it's been so long. I've seen Indiana Jones. Literally the first ten minutes of the movie where like he's running the from nuke a nuke goes off. Nuke town. In the beginning. Literally nuke town. Where he hides in the fridge. Drawing right? a blank. The do MythBusters did a myth. On do them. not recall. They did they, Yeah, they ended up. Yeah, they stood in the fridge and blew up a nuke next to it. You didn't see it. They figured Fuck you, Debbie. They figured they knew he was gonna die, so they tried to create a case that would withstand the same amount of radiation as a nuclear blast. Holy fuck! And they did like a lead box, and they're just like, "Nah, they just." I mean, theoretically, but nah, in a fridge he's fried. Fridge is gone. Why'd you say it like a cholo? But you're like, nah, I say. Because it's Jamie Heineman. Noted. How far? How long are you trying to go? Because we're at. Yeah, no, I'd actually say now is a good time to wrap it up. Actually, if we are gonna kick off the end, got my little <clears throat> my little read here. Thank you all so much for listening to the latest episode of the Don't Expect Much podcast. I'd like to personally say thank you to the two guests I've had on, Devin and Patrick. Would either of you like to? Like plug your shit, like your your Instagrams, your socials. I would actually like to make fun of you, uh, personally, as if someone else was gonna thank us for being here. Who am I getting paid for this, or why did you say you were? I thought we knew me? this was a simulation. This is your Truman Show, remember? Am I getting paid? I was explaining <laughs> it to the audience. Anyways, yeah, no, I guess, whatever. Thanks, Ryan, I guess, whatever. I'm not getting paid. Would you, would you want to plug your social media? I was getting media paid is? here, so that's I why I was know. acting like I was doing. <laughs> I don't know what the bill is. Show's over. <laughs> I'll hit you all up next time around. <laughs> all right. I prefer to stay in silence. If you've liked what you've listened to so far and possibly want to reach out to us or follow any of our social medias, I am available on Spotify, Apple Music, YouTube, Instagram, Twitter, almost anywhere else. Uh, and pretty much almost anywhere else you would want to look except Facebook because no one uses Facebook. Pornhub. If you've already followed any of our social medias and you'd love to reach out to me, feel free to send me. He's just going to cut it out. Literally any shit. <laughs> I'm leaving it in. That's why I just moved on. You don't even know. <laughs> um, literally send me fucking memes. I, make it legal. No more. Please. I love how you or, plug that. I prefer, preferably, uh, if you want to send it to the email, we got an email if you want to send it over. Or any stories that you have, too, for don't expect a much podcast at gmail.com. That, that's, uh, that's about it. All right. Well, thank that's you. Right. Thank you to again. Yeah. Thank you. We'll see you next week. Next week. All right. <laughs> I'm going to be here.